Hello there, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Mothers, motherhood, that's the topic. We now come to another year, and a time in the year, where we reflect on mothers. You know, just historically, you might remember that it was in 1914 that President Woodrow Wilson issued the Presidential Proclamation in which officially he established the first National Mother's Day. The purpose was to celebrate the American mother. And we've done it every year since. So that was a mark of genius, and a mark of compassion, and a mark of sympathy, and empathy, and understanding, and appreciation, part of President Wilson. Now let me give you just a couple facts here regarding motherhood, and I'm going to approach you from a little different topic today as we develop this theme. There are 85 million mothers in the United States today. 85 million. Now, 40% of the households of America have the mother as the sole and primary source of income. 40%. So she's a mother, but she's a working mother. Now, women become mothers at the age of 26, 27. That's the mean, that's the average age. Obviously, that there's a wide spectrum of age here. But today, women are becoming mothers a little later in life than it was the case previously. And we know that older mothers are better mothers. So it's probably not a bad trend. 80% of single parents in the United States, 80% of single parents are mothers. So mothers really take on the responsibility for children, married or unmarried, whatever the circumstances might be. And at the same time, 60% of the labor force participation, the participation rate of the labor force, put it that way, of all women and children 18 years of age. So we see that 56% of the labor force uh, are women. They have children 18 years of age and younger. So you see, mothers not only carry the home, but they carry the income stream. They're responsible for the generation of the income. They're responsible for the management of that income as well. So mothers carry a major, major responsibility for the American family. And we need to laud the mothers because of it. Now, in the life of a mother, good things happen and bad things happen. It's not uncommon for her to experience the death of a spouse or the major departure of a spouse through divorce, and she's now finding herself all alone, having to take on the responsibility for the children, take on responsibility for income, take on responsibility for the management of the income, take on the management of the management of the children, their schooling, their discipline, the social behavior, all that comes now to her. So if she finds herself, if the mother finds herself in a situation where she's all alone, the general advice is don't do anything at all, particularly at this point in time. Wait six months, wait nine months before making a decision as to whether you should move, you know, relocate in some way, change your status in some way. Just sit tight for six to nine months and then start planning thinking in a new direction. I think of the woman who now becomes a widow. You know, all of a sudden she's a widow. Give it six to nine months. Just let your life go forward and keep consistency in your life. Keep your friends, keep your social relationships, keep your commitments, keep your job, keep your family life moving forward in the same way that it has been has been the case. And then you can start making decisions to your regarding your future. Now, women outlive men. We know that. That's been well established. And in my book on health care, I wrote a chapter on why women outlive men. 
might be very interesting. You get that book on Barnes & Noble, and you get that book on Amazon, and you get that book from my office. It's living and living a lifestyle in the world of stress. So um, you may want to pick that up and take a look at that if this topic is of interest to you. But according to the data, more than three times as many women over the age of 65 are widowed compared to men. And often these women are younger than their husbands and because women live longer. So three times more men, more women than men after 65 seem to linger in life, go on in life, often living alone. Studies show that there is a 65% probability that a woman who is 65 years of age and in average health will still be alive at age 85. 65% chance. For the man, it's a 54% chance that he will be alive at 85 if he's now 65. So 20 years. So 20 years, women will tend to outlive men. A 65-year-old woman in excellent health has a 75% chance of living to 85. And for a man, the odds are 63%. So you can see women will, by the statistics, outlive her husband and uh, father of her children. So she, so couples need to kind of take this piece of information and discuss it. If you're getting up in the age of 50 and 60, going on into 70, you need to have a very major talk. Got to make sure that you have a financial planner. Got to make sure you have a will. Got to make sure you have a trust. Got to make sure that you have a plan for the children. Now, who are adults and the grandchildren. You have to have a plan for your money, for your management of your money, for the future of your money, for the distribution of your money. You need to talk about these things. And in the last 20 years of your life together, whatever that might be, you need to become more unified in managing your money. Common that women are the financial planners and managers within a family. Not uncommon at all. But if that's the case, she'll know how to handle money in the absence of her husband. But if he's the financial planner, if he's the financial manager, then he needs to bring on board his wife in the event of his death so she will be informed and educated and familiar with managing family finances. So make sure you have somebody you can consult, kind of a financial planner in some way. You want to make sure that all your basic living costs during retirement or in the absence of the other spouse are in order and you can manage those assets very well. So how are you going to live as a single person? How are you going to live as a single mother? How are you going to live as a single parent? This needs to be rethought and carefully thought. If you are in that age range of 65, 70, or 75, if you're a woman, in all likelihood, you're going to take on the responsibility to carry on the home and carry on the responsibilities of the children and the grandchildren and the finances and the assets and the properties and whatever else you have. The more complicated, the more you need to be involved in understanding it and prepared to handle it. So mothers are important to us as we go through the early developmental years of parenthood. Mothers carry a major responsibility in managing their children, raising and managing their children. But tide may turn, where now she'll be responsible for managing herself, the household, the finances, the children, the grandchildren, the properties, the assets, and all that. You better start talking. You better start working together so that you have that well in hand and you have a plan and you're not caught off guard. So it's a time to reflect. It's a time to appreciate motherhood. It's a time to appreciate the parentage is a time to appreciate the relationship that you have together as man and wife and as a family and how you've made it thus far. But it's also time for future planning. So read, talk to people, consult, get a financial planner, 
Talk to people who have done it before, who've been in this situation that you're in now, or you're facing, so you go about it wisely. That's the best advice. Anyway, thanks for uh, joining me, and um, very important topic as you look at your future, the future of the family, however small or large it is, and however they live together or they live separately and live in distant places, it's still family, and we need to think family, and we need to think unity and bring it all together, and often that falls to the mother. So, the best GM, and thanks for joining me today, and bye for now. <music>